This is JFM Podcast. Beautiful morning to you there, and thank you so much for choosing Che 101.9 FM. You're on to the show. Let's talk on your Super Feel Good radio station. My name is Abigail Seaman, and a lovely morning to you. And I'm joined by Mikhail Misi. Mikhail, lovely morning to you. Lovely morning to you, Abigail. Good morning, Joss. Good morning to all our listeners all over the world. Ah, it's cold morning here in Joss. Unfortunately, our economy and the economy of the world is not cold. It is hot. Inflation rates of the ceiling, and then Joss poverty index. Um, Leaves a lot to be desired. And this morning on the discussion, we'll be talking about the not so recent, you know, NPR, multiple dimensional poverty index released not so recently, and how Nigeria has 133 million of us in poverty, about 63% of Nigerians live in poverty. Unfortunately for us, um, that number is, you know, widely situated in the northern part of the country, just one state in the southeast in the top 10 of the poor states in the country. We'll have a conversation today on what to expect and what the expectations are, as well as the review and scorecard for these governments and the states, as well as the nation, especially when we look at the promises given, the budget passed and everything in between. Good morning. Good morning. And yes, some of the stories that we are following at this hour. Nigerian won't face food crisis. Federal government replies IMF. Nigerians should not be afraid of any form of food crisis, the federal government said, as it kicked against the projections of the International Monetary Fund. Now, it stated that several measures had been put in place to forestall the scarcity of food in Nigeria, stressing that there was no need for panic among citizens across the country. Now, Monday, it was quoted that the International Monetary Fund as saying Nigerians should brace up for higher food prices and risks in 2023 due to recent floods and high fertilizer prices. But the Federal Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Development opposed the opposition of the global financial institution as it provided a document detailing what the FMARD had done and was doing to avert such crisis. And also another story that we are following at this hour, World Bank President Nigeria in urgent need to strengthen fiscal Management. Now, the World Bank has urged Nigerians to Nigeria to urgently strengthen its fiscal management, create a unified, stable market-based exchange rate, and reiterated the need for the country to phase out what it described as its costly, regressive fuel subsidy. Now, it also advised the country to quickly rationalize preferential trade restrictions and tax exemptions. Now, the bank's group president, David Malpass, gave the admonition while commenting on a new Nigerian public finance review report released yesterday in Abuja. Now, Malpa said Nigeria's government urgently needs to strengthen fiscal management, create a unified, stable market-based exchange rate, phase out um, its costly, aggressive fuel subsidy, and rationalize preferential trade restriction and tax exemption. And finally, before we begin our discussion, 2023, I'd rather die than fail my supporters. This is coming from Peter Obi. Now, the presidential candidate of the Labour Party, Peter Obi, on Monday in Lagos State said that he would rather die than fail his supporters. Now, Obi also disclosed that the right leadership would end most of Nigeria's challenges by turning the nation from consumption to production. Now, the former Anabra State Governor spoke at the Editors Forum and initiative of the Nigerian Guide of Editors. He said that the country was going through many 
challenges mainly because it was consuming instead of being a producing nation and those are the stories that we are following at this hour and to discuss about our poverty index and our multi-dimensional poverty index we're joined by mr emmanuel idenyi shaibo a lovely morning to you sir welcome to the show good morning it's a pleasure to be here good morning listeners all right um first of all it's quite alarming and worrisome I was just thinking about it yesterday and I was saying to myself, the pressure is getting worse. Uh, first of all, how did we move from multi Why did we move from poverty to multi-dimensional <laughs> poverty? Uh, Mr. Emmanuel, in, in a layman's English, if this could be broken down in simple terms, what do they mean by Nigeria is in a multi-dimensional poverty state? Thank you very much and Thank you to JFM for wanting to bring some of these topical issues and possibly bring them in a manner that the ordinary man on the streets can relate to it. Because um, I've always said the ordinary man does not care what your NPR is. They do not even know what NPR is. Mm -hmm. They do not even know what your uh, CPI is, Consumer Price Index. They also do not know what your Corruption Perception Index is. Mm. But... Programs like this will try to distill the matter and make a sense of it for them to be able to relate. Yeah. Because the ordinary man on the street wants to buy an item for 20 naira, and if it increases to 30 naira, government is doing bad. Mm. If that item goes down to 10 naira, government is doing well. Now, whatever happens back end in uh, and the boardroom squabbles does not concern the ordinary man on the street. True. Mm. That's number one. We didn't arrive here. We knew we were going to get to this point as a nation. Mm. Coming from somebody who has been in the banking industry for over a decade, we knew we were edging to this point. But because of um, um, lack of sincerity, failure of you know leadership, even though we threw up those leaders from amongst us, they didn't drop from, from heaven, we have failed consistently and permanently to do the right thing in the right direction. And I give you one example. From 1999 to date, how many world-class hospitals have been built either by state or federal government? This has nothing to do with party. Mm. From 1999 to date, how many world-class schools have been built either by state or government? From 1999 to date, what is the quality of our roads that we ply? Because majority of us ply the roads. From 1999 till date, what kind of standard of living have we put forth on the table for the ordinary Nigerians? What support, what um, subsidy, if you like, have we given to agriculture? We have a government that says they want to diversify agriculture. In the real sense, our economy has been diversified, but the diversification is not being funded. Mm. That's the truth. Now, so we didn't just wake up to discover that we are... In we, multi-dimensional it, poverty. No, 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 no. Or no, no, in no. poverty. We are, we are not. According to UNFPA, we are actually 220 million Nigerians. And I still, I still don't believe that figure is correct. I believe we are more than that. Now, what is multi-dimensional? Now... You are reading a report, some of the stories you are following. I ask a basic question usually. Why are we quick to criticize as a nation any statistics, any report that is put out by IMF, World Bank, United Nations, Transparency International that does not portray Nigeria in good light? 
But if it portrays Nigeria in good light, we will support. I'm waiting for one aid of government to debunk the statistics that has been released by the National Bureau of Statistics, mm. which says that we are 63% multidimensionally poor. And what does that mean? It means that 133 million Nigerians, by that statistics, is poor by more than one variable of the four variables they used to do that report. And what are the variables? Lack of access to good health, lack of access to good education, low standard of living, and unemployment. So, 133 million Nigerians are poor by either two or three or even four of the variables. Don't forget, the remaining percentage of Nigerians are poor incomely. That's why they are not multidimensionally poor. Mm. Meaning those other people depend on others that are poor by their income. So, it means that we are all poor, technically. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't see any Nigerian that is earning salary today that we go a month without a family member or a friend sending a request for assistance. Mm -hmm. And genuinely speaking, his request may be genuine. But you too, genuinely speaking, you cannot assist. (laughs) Genuinely. Genuinely. Mm -hmm. But will they see it like that? Because we are culturally a... A, 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 a you know a communal people mm-hmm. by our living and some parts of Africa people believe that their children are their social intervention funds when they grow old. So these are the criteria and it shocks us as industry watchers that majority or a chunk of that poor people are in the northern part of Nigeria where seven billion US dollars have been spent on social intervention. So how are they poor? Education out of school children, they are the ones. Lack of health, they are the ones. But they have forgotten to tap the resources they have. It costs times three the amount to do a road in the north that you will do a road in the south. Because of the topography, it's not anybody's fault. Mm. So, the question I've always asked is that, yes, the president is commander-in-chief of the armed forces, but if you read the constitution very well, the governors of the state have more powers than the president. And it is the governors who should be calling to account. Not necessarily the president. What does the president control? Police, army, uh, custom, uh-huh, all those things. Basically. Mm. And the, the federal government has never owed a state government of their monthly subvention. So can we ask our governors, what have they done? Either their four-year or their eight years, while they superintend over the resources that has been coming to their table, security votes, internal generator revenue, can we juxtapose the, 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 the developments we are seeing vis-a-vis the resources that we have on ground, on record, that cannot be disputed? Mind you, some of those states are already owing salaries mm. as we speak, and they were hitherto referred to as, as alert governors. Why are they now owing salaries when government is not owing you? So it brings to question that the state governors are the architect of the impoverishment of their citizens. Every state of the federation. So the report did not drop from the sky. MBS took their time to gather facts over a period of time and none of them can dispute that report. None. But these governors and political exposed people, they spend so much on their paraphernalia that does not add value to bottom line. Why will we not be poor? Why? Because some of us now don't even pick our car because the next text message you see may really? be somebody asking you for money. Mm-hmm. And genuinely, the person has need for it. That's the truth. So, we didn't just wake up here. We saw the signs, but we refused 
to do the right thing. Imagine Plateau, Benue, Nasarawa on this belt. I challenge you to show me one juice extracting or manufacturing factory with the loss of post harvest of fruit and vegetable we have on this axis. One. And we have governors since 1999. Of course, various parties. What have they done? Mm. And if you do this, the, the kind of employment you will generate, it will also shock you to know that there are same statistics. Plateau State government, Plateau State has the highest unemployment rate in North Central, 29.8. And I'm also from North Central. So it's painful. Mm. It's painful. So it gives some of us headache because we know the weight of this thing. How much was the price of commodity as at the beginning of this month? Just the beginning of this month. Printing materials have gone up by 40-50%. Just between first of this month and today. And it will go up higher. Because this is the period of politics. I was talking to a printer yesterday. He said it is because of the political activities that the prices are going up. And some of these politicians own the printing presses. And they deliberately hoard those services so that the price can go. So you and I, that want to just print something small, we will fall into that trap. Mm. And your money is hard-earned money because you don't you don't get any money from any other place. All, all right, just, just not to cut you short, um, the projections um, that we have seen are quite alarming and worrisome. Um, the projection shows that by 2020, we have added about 3.8 million more poor people, and it also shows that by 2022, we would have added about 1.5 million poor people, yes, and who are getting poorer by the day. Now let's let's put this side by side the holistic plan of the government uh, when it comes to taking people out of poverty. They said they were going to take over um, 100 million in 10 years out of poverty. And they brought up um, the trader money scheme. They brought up um, school feeding programs. They brought up all of these things. And yet, we are in a multi-dimensional poverty. Um, what exactly, from your own point of view, has this been effective? These wealthy packages that they have put in place or wealthy programs that they have put in place? Even the layman on the street that does not understand these figures knows that that's all these social intervention programs have failed woefully. Just to be mild, they have failed woefully. Because if you say in, in 10 years, you take... 100 million people out of poverty. Mm. This is seven years. You should have taken 70 million out. Of course. Mm. Yeah. Hello, sir. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's simple yeah. statistics. Yeah. But instead of that, more people are poorer and even multidimensionally poor. Hmm. If your salary is 100,000, for instance, as of January, the value has depreciated megally. So you are, you, it's just that you don't want to use your mouth to say that you too you are poor. Mm. You are actually poor. Now, you say school feeding program, social intervention. Where are the children that you are fed? And what is their contribution to the improvement of their education? Mm. I have always opined that pay their parents where they feed their children from the house. Mm. Because even the quality of the food that is being served them is not what any normal person will even eat in his house. But yet we see... Things put on the social media, the president, I mean, the vice president will go, one government official will go, they will sit down in the classroom with plate <laughs> and rubber spoon that they have come down to the level, all those things. Who are they deceiving for crying out so loud? It has, it has added no value and it's as useless as zero after decimal points. So it's, it's painful to see that you make bogus promises even when you know that 
some of those things with, with, within the ambit of the resources you have, you cannot achieve them. Mm. It's not possible. Yes, employment we're talking about may not just those who will be employed either in civil service or private sector, and even people that started businesses. Can we do a statistics of it? And this is MBS. Mm. So if it was done by another person, you would have heard the government official quickly say, no, it's wrong. In case you don't know, by 2030, by that report, Nigeria will be the poorest yes. nation mm. in the world. And Africa will host... The, the largest poor people in the world, Nigeria and Democratic Republic of Congo, is in that report. Yeah. And they have seen it. So, the question for me will be, why would we continue on a trajectory yeah. that we know that is not adding value? Cost of governance is too high and we have said it, said it, said it, said it, said it, people have, and even the governments have admitted, but yet, they're not doing anything about it. Mm. So, even if you just take away the cost of governance, for instance, and you project that in months and in your four-year term, do you know that value it will bring to the economy of your state? But you see, the governors do not give a hoot. Most of them fly private jets or they hire jets and because they don't want to ply the road from just to Abuja, even though we know that from here to Forest is the baddest part of the road if you're traveling to Abuja. Yeah. So if you are going with your car, you have to be pleading the blood of Jesus, spraying <laughs> anointing all year. <laughs> then you hope that you don't change something on the legs right. of your car. Mm. Yes. But the, the, the government officials, how many of them ply the road? So they cannot relate with the fact that when you say the road is bad, they will tell you they don't get it because they just fly 20 minutes from Abuja to just on taxpayers' money. Mm. Now, we want to address these issues. Can we sit down? and come up with a bottom approach method not top bottom you do not cure poverty by giving handouts to people trader money farmer money whatever money what is the result while doing that those people who have to contend with the inflation rate and the interest rate in the market that the cbns to pretend over because we are not any foreign exchange our economy is practically dollarized because there are services provider that we request that you pay them in dollars in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And the CBN Act says that CBN should not. And they know. They are fully aware. Fully aware. So if the people that should know are doing otherwise, how much can we tell them to sit up that they will listen? Mm-hmm. Painful and sadly. A lot of things to 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 be, to ponder about. Um, I wanted to ask um, you quickly, Mr. Emmanuel, before I give you over to Emika quickly. Um, it's almost like every day we see the numbers um, going up. It's almost like it's a it's a rocket <laughs> heading for space. Uh, yes. That's how it is. It looks like. And what exactly are the causes of these numbers um, increasing? That we're having these indexes looking looking like if we if we were to turn this to money. It would mean something for our country, but it's numbers of people who are sinking deep into poverty. What exactly is causing this whole um, increment when it comes to the numbers? Now, for instance, we, we, we ha- a large number, a large population of Nigerians are farmers. And before now, they couldn't even go to their farms. The banditry issues, or even when they do, they'll have to pay taxes to harvest their own produce. Mm. Now, the truth of the matter is, how much of the low-income people have government empowered to do it. The ordinary Nigerian does not care whether a government official is embezzling money. Mm-hmm. He only wants road, security, light, light. water, mm. that's all. The basics. Basic. Mm. So, how much of that have we provided? 
in each of the states of the federation to what extent have we made the ease of doing business not uneasy mm. Mm. because we preach ease of doing business which is very uneasy what we have basically in that whole value chain of ease of doing business is ease of business registration because that, twenty-four hours you can get your business registration yeah. it is only ease of business registration in that value chain after doing that what of the tax administration how many of even the businesses understands what the um, government has even gone ahead to say that okay you will not pay tax until after 18 months of incorporation of your business mm. fantastic but the, the 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 implementers of the law don't they take advantage of such thing because you only tax a productive venture not a venture that is not active mm. now we need to begin to tell ourselves the truth we need to empower this the, the real farmers, not the corporate farmers that sit in the offices. When mm. you say fertilizer is being distributed, it is the farmers that wear suits and agbada that gets it in the office. The mm. farmer in the village do not get If you say improve seedlings, that's why there are some non-governmental organizations in some states, particular plateau, that help those low-level farmers, potato value chain, rice value chain, um, whatever value chain, because that is where they come from. It is not the man that wears agbada that sits over that farms Irish potato, that farms cucumber, if that man is being attacked by bandits, he cannot get those things to the market where you and I go to buy. And if it gets to, it will be more expensive for the highest bidder. Is government looking at this holistically? Because the primary duty of government is the protection of lives and property. Properties. That is what they swore to as ensuring in the constitution of Nigeria. So it's painful when government will hear that villagers are being attacked. If these villagers are farmers, they are the ones that plant the yam, the rice that we all eat. If they cannot get those things to the market, it means that the little that gets to the market will be at a premium price. True. The prices will go up for too much money chasing it. And that's what causes inflation, basically. Because yes. our inflation in Nigeria is not demand push. It is yes. cost push, push. inflation. Yeah. And that is the challenge we have. And government knows how to address this thing. Though. It's not as if they don't know. Except they want to deny it. Okay, um, so I, if, before, before I, because I want to bring it down home, um, talking national, like you said, it's about the state. Um, these are some of the important stats I got, and I think that our listeners need to know it. The top 10 poorest states in Nigeria. Number one is Sokoto. Number two is Bayelsa. Number three is Jigawa. Number four is Kebi. Number five is Gombe. Six, Yobe. Seven, Plateau. Eight, Taraba. Nine, Zamfara. 10 Ebony states. Now, for the multi dimensional poverty index, they use 12 different statistics, 12 different index to grade into four. And these are the things I'm going to come to that. They say nutrition. If you don't have good food to eat, you, know, well, you don't have good nutrition. Child and adolescent mortality, antenatal care, that's for the hospitals, years of schooling, school attendance, cooking fuel, sanitation, drinking water electricity, housing, assets, and bank accounts. Um, on the state, we are seven or like you have seven poorest states in the country. Like you said, the unemployment rate is out of the chain. From the index, from the four major index from the MPI, which one do you think? Of course, I know we have a lot, but which one do you think Plateau states can improve on? Because I, I, I saw the budget, the 2022 budget, the details of the budgets was staggering. I saw things that made me ask, wow. Um, there's one I saw, and I need to say this for our listeners. They said that they're going to use 50 million naira to design a master plan for three local governments. Just so you know how staggering it is. It's so, just the design of just, the master no, just plan. Just the design. Like, okay, this is what you're going to do for 50 million. On the plateau, 
what what parts of this, which of these things can we improve on from now till say before this government leaves office? This government cannot do anything before it goes. Straight talk. That's um, they, they have a budget and the budget is for 20, 2023 budget, right? Yes, yeah. and they have only five months before they leave. Yes, from now to February is election. Everybody is trying to woo our votes to his or her side, either the Senate, House of Rep, and all that. The truth of the matter is, I know for sure the House of Assembly they will pass this budget maybe latest in December. The governor will accent to it and it becomes a document. Presently, what we have is an appropriation. Yes. And until it is subjected to the legislative process, it's not a budget. And when it is passed and the governor puts his signature on it, it becomes a working document. That is when releases will start. And releases is is predicated on the availability of resources for the state. One of such resources is the dependence on allocation from the center. So, number one, healthcare. Number two, education in the 17 right local yeah, governments of plateau state do we have a standard hospital in each of the local governments that's just a question if you go to plateau hospital now do we have an x-ray standard x-ray machine simple question <laughs> mm-hmm. because i'm aware that mri and ct scan they go to another place outside these states to do it they do all they do this in a private hospital in this town. And we have resources as a state to buy if, even if it is two in Plateau Hospital. If you go to Mangu, if you go to Shendam, if you go to Lantang, if you go to the justice area, do we have a standard hospital? I'm just saying one, one, one. Do we need to refer somebody from Bokos or Mangu? or Shendam all the way to Jute or Plateau Hospital. Or does Plateau Hospital need to refer somebody to Jute? Mm. <laughs> These are the simple questions that we're talking about. It's not too, too far-fetched. Education. What has this government done to improve the human capital development? The second, the primary and secondary, basically. Because if you get it right at that point, some of us are speaking good English. They know because of the institution we went to. Of because of the primary and secondary school that we went to primarily and we didn't study anything that is english related but we are sound because of the primary and secondary school number two security of lives and property just last week bokos was attacked and people were killed and for me bokos is not even a too rural area as far as i'm concerned how is the government ensuring that lives and properties of nigerians in your state for a governor now you ensure because once there is protection of life and property people go about their business without any fear of molestation unemployment is another thing we are the highest in north central 29.8 according to mbs still what is the government doing and the government had you know created a un- unemployment bureau um, earlier this year they've created it about a month or two ago, I learned Plateau State Specialist uh, 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 Hospital Management Board yes. or something they were trying to, to employ, em- employ across the state. Yeah, the up. question is how many, what is the gap in the, in, the, in, the, in the board? How many people applied? Are you sure those slots have not been taken over by politicians? Mm. <laughs> is the, the truth now? Because those politicians in the House of, in the State House of Assembly, they also have people who are also qualified, who 
are part of their constituents who, if they do that, it will form part of their constituency project. Mm. <laughs> Most of the constituency projects, the, the House of Rep, House of Assembly, they share the money. They don't do it. It's public knowledge. And they know that we know that they know what they are doing. Mm. So at the end of the day, are you not still doing what you are blaming the government at the center for? in your own locality and that's why some of the states that are doing well regardless of the obvious challenges you begin to compare your state and such states that if this challenge is general how is this person doing it why can't you do that we woke up one day and within 48 hours all the portals in just were sealed Mm. because of a presidential campaign hello sir so i was (laughs) saying to a friend of mine in government that say when other parties are coming help us feed the other potholes so that yes. it will not be that because <laughs> only your party because it is taxpayers money uh-huh. and we are also taxpayers I'm not from Plateau State but for 16 years I've paid my tax in Plateau and I've been denied benefit because I'm not a Plateau indigenous. but no problem yes and they know and that's why we say these things because I know government officials are listening to this program as we are saying now so that they'll report back and we don't have a problem with that because we are putting the matters as they are and that's why they have gone ahead to label some stations as some party stations and all those things. All those things does not, does, it's, not it's not the crux of the matter. Mm. Development is not partisan. Governance is not partisan. Mm. It's what affects the, the woman in, in terminus market will vote whoever she wants to vote. She's not a category member of any party. That's what we should understand. And until we address these issues that are basic, you can imagine a Kebi state that produces rice the highest. Jigawa state, second, the highest. You, are not, you begin to wonder what is our... And I was scared, I was pained when I saw Plateau as number seven. I'm like, no, why should Plateau with the food that we have here, can't we harness it? We, if you check the amount of waste... In Kungia market, in building materials and Fengar market, every market day of waste of food that they didn't sell, that if they take it to it's going to get bad. What is the market authority with the government, Ministry of Commerce, doing? Should we continue like that? These things can be processed and repackaged and value added, and it will be it will it will it will be more, you know, useful. Yes. We produce Irish potato on the plateau. A lot. But we don't have a processing plant in plateau. A Cardona that doesn't produce is having processing plants. We produce um, so we we'll sell the raw we we'll sell the raw material to to Cardona State. And Cardona State will add value. Then when they now refine it, you'll be seeing it in bigger shops. And me and you that are plateau people will be buying it. Meanwhile, it's our potato that they took from Bocos. Strawberry is coming now. It's going to get go to go waste because you don't have a process of enhancing the value in it. Other fruits, and it's painful. It's painful that is it that. These people in government who came from amongst us that we ate Masa and Kose together and we, we sat down together, they suddenly do not know. And that's where you talk about the hubris syndrome, power-induced brain damage for some people in government offices, which is the problem. So these things are not rocket science. They won't drop from heaven. It's just that, it's just that we have failed to address those issues which are pertinent to the ordinary Nigerians that don't care whether you, you misappropriate funds or not, but do what is necessary for them. And I'm waiting to see the response that the government of Plateau State is going to give to this, whether they will deny the reports. 
Oh, all right, you can be a part of the conversation. You can head on to all our social media platform. Our Facebook is facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and TikTok at JFM Joss. You can head on there and drop in your comments and let us know what you are thinking. Uh, Mr. Emmanuel, quickly, uh, one of the things that is bothering me, um, more or less like I'm a Nigerian <laughs> and I'm just wondering whether I would eat next week or eat uh, <laughs> even after the show is done. Um, for the ordinary Nigerian out there, a lot of people are wondering, so how best can we get out of this situation? How did, first of all, how did we even get here in the first place? And the, the, let's talk about the, the nation's budget. Yes, we are about to borrow more money to even fund fund the 2023 project um how did we get there how did we get here um you would sit down and you'll be thinking and wondering that okay fine every day they come and tell us that they have recovered about about Charles loot um they've got gotten back money what do they use this money for um do they just use it to feed themselves or do they think about the ordinary nigerian um let's flash our mind back to 2015 when the present administration I mean, 2040, when they started their campaigns to take over the previous party, administration, yeah. The, all the things they, they, they said the government was lying, this was scam, this was scam. One of the things I will never forget the president said that fuel subsidy was a scam. Mm. That who is subsidizing what? Mm. <laughs> Lo and behold, he has been subsidizing <laughs> it for seven years. Yes. <laughs> and he's not the minister of petroleum. And yet, he came to town when people are queuing to buy fuel in mega station. Is that that's a slap on the president's face that you are a city president and you are a minister no, of petroleum, petroleum. and pe- pe- something that was a scam you have superintended over the scam for seven years and the day you came to town we are queen to buy fuel he should hide his face in shame that's the truth because when you think the person is not doing well and you're saying he's not doing the right thing and you have opportunity to do it you came face to face with the reality and such things i call reality.com how has he been able to address such issues? A, a chunk of the money for social intervention went to the north, yet they are still the poorest. Doesn't that call for question? No, that's number two. Number three, the kind of people you surround yourself with as a number one citizen. Yes, you may not be able to be everywhere. Yeah. You don't know everything. Mm-hmm. You, it's not possible for you to know everything. But the kind of people you put in places that give you feedback. Look at what they do with the rails and the trains. I've used the Kaduna train before, but unfortunately, bandits messed it up. Do you know how much we, we, the country has lost since March 28? Every day, that route makes 265 million. Every day. Times the number of days. That's the amount we have lost. And we, they say soon, it will start. That's an example. Number two, the people you put in government, do they fit to do the job are they square peg in square holes or are you using it to reward your political cronies it's not a problem to reward political cronies but do they fit in to deliver on your promises i have told who cares to listen that either a president or a governor anybody that wants to be on your team you must have a performance contract that the person will sign to that you will appraise him by it if he doesn't do it in 90 days you fire him but how many persons has the president fired for non-performance when it is clear and obvious and these are the things that builds up builds up and every other person we think i can do it and go scot free scot free scot free and this is the nation's resources we are talking about mm. we are borrowing as much as 10 trillion over 11. let's just be let's be modest, yes, modest. I know <laughs> 10 trillion it yes. means that we are not expecting money from anywhere until we borrow, borrow that, that money, money. 
to fund a budget of 220 million Nigerians when we have resources that we can harness 20 years ago where was China but they were able to present a blueprint to their people we will suffer for two three four years but today you're, look at where China you're is. enjoying if you've been to United Arab Emirates before recently you can't juxtapose the quantum development based on what we True. I mean True. and we are the most humanly resource and endowed country in Africa 40 percent in Africa of African resources is Nigeria 40. Japan has no resources. The Democratic Republic of Congo has the largest deposit of cocoa. And yet they are the poorest nation in, in the world, in Africa. Doesn't that make you to think? So that's why when presidential candidates come up with their manifestos, I'm like, does this guy know what he's saying? You try to weigh them. And I'm like, okay, let me, let's see. Because I'm trying to see issue-based discussion that we address some of this because this president is going already. By the time the election is February, May he's gone. We'll be faced with whoever Nigerians decide in which in the top candidates. But these issues need to be addressed. And that's why I celebrate to a large extent as an insider what the central bank is doing in terms of presenting of the Naira. Many people do not know that those things we go along with there are other jokers that the cbn we pull like yesterday a friend of mine said a cash was, was deposited that was carrying sky bank rapper whoa sky bank sky bank rapper he, I, he, I said you should send it to me as a chat brought in by a politician who wants to contest that you and i we may vote mm. it leaves much to much to be desired all right, you can be a part of this. You can call in right now because we're, this discussion is quite interesting. Zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. That is the number to call to be a part of the show. I'll take it again. Zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. That is the number to be a part to be a part of the show. You can call in and let us talk. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? This is the great comrade Bernard on the line. All right, comrade, go ahead, 50 seconds. I appreciate the coming there to Nigeria and I said it all. Mm. I want to say that nothing so comply. Well, they were. But the issue is that, you see, the governors, the executive and the legislature are the problem of our democracy. Why don't we produce in this country? When they were from Potaco to Medivri, they don't seem factory, they don't seem to work. How can a nation grow? You talk about Saudi Arabia. That is true. Saudi Arabia Aranko is making billions and billions of dollars because of Ukraine, Ukraine and the what is this in crisis. They've increased their crude oil production. And the oil went for is there. But what is happening in Nigeria? Negativity, negativity. How can a nation be existence? And they're talking about look at human population. Everybody wants to be a politician. Everybody wants to be a politician. You go there. If you don't read the culture, you say, oh, yeah, yeah, this is a wonderful person. Thank you, you know very the, much. The, 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 the. So what I say is that, we don't follow what P2B says, for consumption, for promotion, let's just stop defending. He has the capacity to help this country. Forget about 
Christmas religion and this. Let's follow him and see. And he's energetic. He can do it better. Come on, I have a nice day. Thank you so much. Do have a lovely day. Thank you so much for that. The number to call is 90 That is the number to call to be a part of the show. I'll take it again. 90 Five five six 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 nine nine. That is the number to call to be a part of the show. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Israel from Shakat. All right, Israel. You have fifty seconds. Go ahead. Yes. What happened? The poverty situation in Nigeria. The government cannot say they don't know about it. Mm. There are times, right on twenty fifteen, it was very clear. When you guys are coming into power, from their statements. And their actions, you know, they are coming to create problems. How can a government spend such huge amount of money for poverty alleviation? And at the end of the day, it turned out that the situation became, became worse than it was. Mm-hmm. Just to tell you that those who were responsible for bring, uh, releasing this money were not doing that to stop poverty. They were actually en- enriching themselves. They are just using that as a cover-up to loot money because there's no way you will spend such amount of money to fight poverty. And at the end of the day, the situation doesn't remain the way it is. It became worse. How much did uh, Qatar spend for this World Cup? Everywhere is looking as if people are in heaven. For God's sake. Within how many years? Just within a few years, money gets spent, great stadiums were built, two, three years. We have stadiums in Plata that is over 30, something 40 years. And money are coming every month. So we give all those years, and people that are in government have the capacity, have, have, have no shame. They are able to even come out and say, come and vote, look for votes. That's the careful part of it. If this president were to have a tough time and come down to contest elections, he will keep trying something to contain us because of the kind of docile and foolish people we are. Because somebody will come into power and will not perform well, and people will not be and they can so push Nigeria to a point where people are like, we cannot change anything. They themselves don't even believe in the system anymore. The moment anybody gets into power, the first thing he thinks about is to make money, make good money for himself. Right. His family. That's not the idea. They themselves, if they believe in this system, they would have done the right thing. The poverty problem we have today is caused by this administration. All if right. they are talented, if they did it deliberately, because they don't, they don't have a, a plan for the future of this country, they are more interested in enriching themselves. That's All what right. they are not here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for that. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. All right. Do well to call us back. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? This is Ishola from Nigeria. All right, Ishola. Go ahead. Fifty seconds. Actually, I came. I joined the conversation late. Okay. But I come to understand from your conversation that the speaker there is saying that the government at hand and the, particularly those in government are the source of the problem of the country. Well, I will not say they are not part of it, but including we, the general public as well. Most of us today, you discover that many people get to school, even school, by the way of what they call crook or method or whatsoever. Somebody has to bribe before he gets to where he's going. When you know you, you don't deserve that thing, people pay to get jobs, which they know they don't deserve it. So these are issues. So with these issues, you will discover that these leaders we are saying, they are not coming from anywhere else. They are our brothers. They are our sisters. They are our relatives. We live with them. They are from our religion and all, so on. So we all have to come together and do what is right. When we do what is right, 
Mm. Then the Lord in heaven will help us and see us through on what is supposed to be. Places you are calling Qatar, Saudi and all these people, these people are people that come together and do what is right. We do that in our country. Even somebody that lives in his house, how much did he pay for the citizenship that is given to him? Even sometimes you will complain, is this thing being given to him? These are issues. So we should look into this. All of us have to be blamed and mm. do what we are expected to do. If the leaders are supposed to be cautioned that they should take care of what take out the people since they are leaving. This is what I'm seeing. All right. Thank you so much, Ishala. Do have a lovely day. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Kumar. I'm calling from Chichi and Chijongshan. Hello, Sadiq. Go ahead. 50 seconds. Yes, I will comment your guest. You have spoken very, very well and you have educated us more. Uh, you see, the system of Nigerians have been already, like, uh, being corrupted. So no matter how we have been, unless the system has been changed, that's why we are getting it right. For example, now your guests have made reference of the northern Nigerian. You see, the president is from northern Nigerian, and let's say 80% of the workers are from northern Nigerian, and still well, there is poverty in northern Nigerian. Why are we going? To, why are you saying this? Because of the corruption that have been, all the policy that have been brought on board is not, it's not even going. And the president is not investigating this policy. Is it pre- implemented 100%? We have talked of credit money. This credit money is just elected to some people that are connected with the politician. This is a school feeding program. I'm very sure in just not have investigated more than 20 schools, which have never seen a place of food. And we will hear a humongous amount of money that have been remitted for this feeding program. We, are, we will see Empower now. We have heard that they have spent a lot of money on this Empower. But those that are benefiting from this Empower have been complaining they have not been paid for more than three months. Mm. So what are we saying? Unless the system has changed. That's why we are calling on Nigerian. We have to look for the president that will restructure this system. Because this system is not going to pay as long as we, we continue. The governors with their power, they are dependent on the presidency. The governor can able to create economy that can even develop a lot in world war. The governor will just go and rely with the president and just collect his own share in the national cake and forget right. about his people and the state, which is a very, very unfortunate thing. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you so much, Sadiq. Do have a lovely morning. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Adiga, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Hello. Good morning. Jusat. Jusat, go ahead. 50 seconds. Abigail. Uh, what uh, I would say this morning is that uh, the APC League government has saved the country. Spirit, trader money, empowerment, abacha loot, they don't nothing with it mm. to the masses. So what I'm just trying to say the masses now is that uh, let the masses do the needful to do what is right. What they need to do not to campaign. They need to come out and apologize to Nigeria. That's the only way. If we can uh, accept the apology, so be it. If you want to say Allah is far, they go with it because they save the nation. So God bless you, my sister. Thank you so much, Judith. I do have a lovely morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? 
Madam Queen, Radio Mama 2, calling from Abatua. Good morning to you, Radio Mama 2. Go ahead, 50 seconds. Yes, I sincerely want to appreciate your guest this morning. Thank you. He has spoken the, the mind of Nigeria. You know, what, what do you call his name, please? I, Mr. Emmanuel Dain Shabu. Mr. Emmanuel, God bless you. Amen. You know, when you introduce him, I wanted to say, Kai, this name is not common. I'm not used to this name, so maybe he's one of those people that will not say any relevant issues. <laughs> but I was surprised. I'm telling you, I must confess. When I listened to him and I heard him this morning, I feel like shedding tears because all his ideas, these are the things that he has really said what we are going through in this country. The people that we have in government, they are, they, they, they are lazy. It's like a lazy woman. When you marry a lazy woman and put her in the house, she doesn't care whether, as long as they are bringing food, she's okay. But a woman that is hardworking, if you, if you bring her, if you marry her as a new wife, put her one week, two weeks, she will go out. There is, a one, there is one woman there in the market that she used to come out. She was a, a, a Maria, that is a, a new wife. Mm. But she said she cannot stay at home. These are the kind of, so if when you, when you have this kind of people in the government, people that they, 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 they want to see that they are up and doing. Mm. But when you have people that are lazy, they sit down, they don't care. You have people in government, the money that is there, they go there, they embezzle the money, they finish the money, they borrow the money. They, they, they don't impact the, 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 the people in any way. All they, all they know how to do is how to clear the, the, the treasury of the government. Mm. And at the end of the day, we are where we are. What we are saying today now, we have seen the candidates that are in the race now. We have seen them. I want to tell people, whether you like it or not, Igbo people are known for business. Until when you put Igbo man in this country as a president, he will transform this country. Because these people have experience. They are, they are, they are business-oriented. And that is my that is my opinion. We okay. must vote people that are credible and that have concerns. We must move from consumption to production. Thank Nigeria you so much. Thank you. And now we'll read your comments off Facebook. And you can still be a part of the conversation. Head on to our social media platform. Our Facebook is facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and TikTok at JFM Joss. We'll now read your comments off our Facebook page. On Facebook, Ayo Dele Agbabiaka says, As it stands, our economy is not improving, but they are quick to counter IMF facts. Our governors should wake up to their responsibilities to stop this hike in goods and services. Godwin Sule says, As for me, food is a problem now, but our federal government pretends as though all is well, and they are telling them and defending themselves that nothing like food crisis will happen next year. And he says, Okay, let's or see, Anda, um, Anda says, resistance to change is a self-sabotage. Nigerians should rise up to the occasion come 2023 to change narratives. Your guess is very sound and versatile. I love your show. We love you too. Suleiman Jibril says, good morning all those who are crying for of hunger and very lazy because most of our farmers are millionaires today in Nigeria. And by God's grace, nothing like food crisis in Nigeria, according to Suleiman Jibril. Dimas Bala says, Really unfortunate that the only gift this administration will give Nigeria is to make Nigeria a poverty capital of the world and take over 130 million Nigerians into poverty at the end of the administration. Um, 
Titus Paradank says, won't face, we won't face food crisis. I don't understand this current one. Hunger crisis. It should be known to the FG that Nigeria is in all form of crisis, according to Titus Paradank. Stanley S.C. says, with God, all things are possible. Principal Joseph Milumu says, let the FG take the IMF prediction very serious and put the right measures to avert it. Instead of saying it is not possible without doing anything to avoid it, your best friend is one who always tells you the truth. The recent food experience in some states is an evident that we may experience food crisis next year. May God deliver us from poverty and hunger in Nigeria. Vela Alban Fanka says, When is the FG of Nigeria going to share food? They say there will be no food shortages in Nigeria, despite every indication to the contrary. Sixtus Hamnan says, The money programs and other interventions by the government is not a lie. But the problem is that the government is pumping out money but they don't follow up to check where the monies go to. That's why people are now bringing out expired currencies. And our last comment, because Abigail is not giving me time today. <laughs> um, King Cruz says, Thank you, sir, for enlightening me on how poor I am. This is so bad. We should change our system of government. It is not just working. And my final one here is from... Um, Dukanjo, the problem of this country still remains politicians, politicians, politicians. And 90% of the solutions is still in their hands. The people of Nigeria have never asked for more than what they can get. Just give us a secure and enabling environment. That's all. All right. I think uh, before we go, I just wanted to get your final thoughts, uh, Mr. Emmanuel, quickly. Um, some of the comments we read well made me laugh actually because um, i was just remembering the year of the palliative and how mm. and, and, and all of that and, <laughs> and all of that uh, thing uh, right now i'm sure somebody out there is just like okay so this is what is happening how can i now be able to escape feed? it how can i escape how can i feed myself how can i feel my family and that's just what they're more or less concerned about if you could if you could do that for us quickly before we go thank you let me start from the projection by the imf in terms of the food crisis, mm. it's not far-fetched. In the Northeast, there are already 4 million Nigerians in the Northeast that cannot access more than one meal a day, mm. hunger food program. So it's not intelligent to want to debunk those projections. IMF, World Bank, they are basically projections for you to work for or against. against. Mm. So when some government official will want to debunk it, I think that's our new our new strategy. It's, it's not, it's not now. intelligent. Mm. Now, the truth of the matter is, if we take a statistics on your streets that you are living in, Abigail, mm. there are people who cannot have three square meal in a day. Mm. That's the truth. It's probably because you have not taken your time to do those research. Yeah. And that's why I'm one of the persons that is happy that this population census is going to come. It's not only to count us, it will also expose our economic level as a nation. Because... They are not only asking uh, how many people are in your house. Oh, is it your house? Are you renting? Are you working? It's going to because it's going to bring out other data that will help in planning. And for me, I have said it and I'm saying it again that until we begin to look inwards and look for homegrown solutions, the fact that a 
particular solution is working in a state A may not necessarily mean it work in state B. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it means that every governor supposed to be suzerain's office, respective tenor firmas, which is his state, is supposed to every governor is a businessman. And we have given you resources to turn it around and make profit for us. But unfortunately, they don't do that. Oh. And they go to collect allocation in Abuja. I'll have to cut you short because our time is up and we have to go. But we want to say a very big thank you to you, Mr. Emmanuel, for coming on the show. It was a pleasure having you. This was Let's Talk on your Super Feel Good radio station, J101.9 FM. From myself, have a lovely day. I'm from Emeka. Stay out of trouble. I love you. By 10 o'clock, the news comes up. Do stay with us and stay tuned to J101.9 FM. Have a lovely day. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.